0: Welcome to Cole Sports. You have entered the zone called sports on another level. And now, here's your host, Cole Johnson. Cole Sports! I am that man, your man, the illustrious tour guide, Cole Johnson. On this episode, we're going to dive into NFL, NFL, and more NFL. In fact, it's going to be all NFL. We're gonna award a dole of the week and we're gonna dive real deep in upon further review. You know that's how we roll. But for right now, let's get to the headlines. <music> Dateline London. How funny is the first game that we got a chance to look and glimpse as to how the NFL players were going to take to comments that I will read later that President Donald Trump said for the protests to be en masse. So many players on many teams, more than a 100, were on their knees or I should say on one knee. And later I'll get to one person who was on both knees. But you had players that are on their knees, you had players that interlocked, but you also had the following as well. Dateline, Chicago. For the exception of one player, former Army Ranger Alejandro Villanueva, the Pittsburgh Steelers, en masse, did not even hit the field during the National Anthem. They stood as a unit in the locker room, and I have more on that later as well. Dateline, Nashville. Because in Chicago, we had one team that didn't go into the field, and Nashville, we had two. The Titans and the Seahawks decided to protest by not hitting the field during the national anthem as well. And there is this erroneous photoshopped picture of Michael Bennett, who has been known to sit in this protest, circling around actually being in a locker room with an American flag burning. The funny thing is, in a closed room, people would pass out from (laughs) from... Smoke inhalation. (laughs) Oh gosh, people are just absolutely stupid. But hey, with these situations, how can you not be surprised? Oh, speaking of stupid, Dateline Buffalo. Bill's running back, LaShawn McCoy, who was vocal about Kaepernick not really being a good player and being too much of a distraction on a team, in the Mr. kneeling, decided to do an exercise routine. Yeah, he went ham on stretching out the quads and lifting up the leg and getting on one side to stretch and get on the other side to stretch. Yeah, he went Olivia Newton-John and let's get physical. He had the following to say after that display. Quote, we talk about being together as a country, so it's the same thing with this team. We need to be together. It's okay to express your feelings in a different way. I don't want to make it where every week we're addressing this, every practice we're addressing this, and it's taking away from my job. On that field, man, it's go. Those guys on defense are trying to hit us hard and be physical with us, so we want to make sure that we're mentally focused on the job at hand. Close quote. About the stretching, he had this to say as well. Quote, I haven't thought about that. Like I said before, that was last week. You see around the whole NFL, people really took the president's words and really expressed themselves. Some teams didn't even come out for the anthem. Guys were just extremely hurt. This week, we really wanted to get back to playing football and focusing in. I guess we'll go over that with the council and see what the team, how we feel together and where we want to go in the future. Close quote. You almost went to Dolt to the Week status because, son, you aren't supposed to do stuff like that. Come on, man. Really? You're not supposed to make clowns of people and making a mockery of something. Ridiculous. Dateline NFL Boycott. So there have been many protestations of personal journal nature. Take, for instance, one Robert Smith, who, well, Was a Steelers fan. He was taken aback by the Steelers actions. So was another. And he had this to say about that before burning Steelers paraphernalia. Quote. We have morals in this country. We stand for this country. My great uncle's bones are lying in the bottom of Pearl Harbor for this country, for this flag, for your freedom to play in the NFL. Super Bowl, right? As if I care. I care about our country. I care about our freedom." close quote oh and he wasn't the only outraged fan out there there were many but one really took the cake for me Dateline Boston So Patriots fan decided to stage a burnout after the wonderful 36 to 33 victory over the Texans. They decided to gather together and burn a whole ton of New England Patriots gear. And also in doing so, they wanted to profess and proclaim their patriotic duty and their patriotic love for the United States. Well, they did so, but they went overboard and what do i mean by overboard here's the irony in this so these patriots fans were burning patriots gear but while they were voicing their anger people were (laughs) disrespecting the flag why do i say that because there were many different u.s flag code violations One of them, U.S. Code S-176D. The flag should never be used as wearing apparel, bedding, or drapery. And there were a few that were wearing shirts with American symbolism in it. Not words, but the American flag. Oh, and then there was this one. U.S. Code S176I, that one states the flag should not be embroidered on such articles as cushions or handkerchiefs and the like. Printed or otherwise impressed on paper, napkins or boxes or anything that is designed for temporary use and discard. Meaning things like balloons, things like table napkins, things like table cloths that was on display, too. So how ironic. There was a protest on respecting the flag, and that demonstration showed how, really, those people were even more disrespectful to the flag than a person kneeling. (laughs) The irony is just so rich. Dateline Pittsburgh! Pittsburgh! And people wonder why these players kneel. There is a fire chief, or I should say there was one, who was on vacation, and he decided to pop off a tweet when he saw his hometown team, the Steelers, protest the national anthem by not going on the field, all except for one player. Well, the fire chief was extremely critical, hypercritical, toward the head coach, Mike Tomlin. How hypercritical, you may ask? He dropped off this tweet. Quote, Tomlin just added himself to the list of no good. D-ds. Yes, I said it. "Close quote." Not the epithet Mr. Paul Smith, the chief of the Cecil Township Fire Department, didn't sit well with many people. One Janet Vickers had this to say. "Quote. It's not good. No, I don't like it at all." "Close quote." Another man, Mr. West Leopold, had this to say about the post, quote, it's kind of a dumb thing to do. I think there's enough tension in this country. He's definitely adding to it. Close quote. Ladies and gentlemen, this is why we kneel. When you actually have people in places of authority who think of other citizens as low or as disrespectful to actually pop off with a racial epithet, that has to stop. Stop turning blind eyes to stuff like this. When I come back, more on this with the president, the NBA, and the NFL, and upon further review. But immediately following the break, oh, yeah, special edition, we still have to do it. Dolt of the week time next. <laughs> you want to speak on air, coldsportswithazeed.com. You want to check out books that are on sale there at coldsportswithazeed.com. And yeah, you want a free book, Five Greatest Quarterbacks in LFL History. Yeah, they're available at coldsportswithazeed.com. You want to check out guest appearances of Cold Sports, How about my media reel, coldsportswithazeed.com. You want shirts, hats, mugs, tote bags, and other assortment of items? You can find the store at coldsportswithazeed.com. You want to check out past episodes and this present one right here. Whatever your flavor all you have to do is to check me out even with my social media brands as well on cold sports with us.com and enjoy yourself cold sports available on Cold sports with Here. We already awarded one DOLT of the Week this week. We're going to award a second right now. For this special edition, there will be this honor bestowed upon somebody. Here is your next DOLT of the Week. Sponsored by nobody, but we're still going to give it to you straight with no chaser. Let's get to it. The winner of this episode's DOLT of the Week is former ravens middle linebacker and more than likely future hall of famer and now tv analyst ray lewis Why did he get this honor bestowed upon him? Well, he has been quite adamant in the systemic oppression protest movement to not take the knee, as he would say. In fact, he went on to Fox Sports 1's Undisputed and said that very thing in front of Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp back in August. Well, the Ravens traveled to London and Mr. Lewis was an honorary captain, meaning he was actually going to oversee the coin toss. So while on the Ravens sideline, During the National Anthem, Lewis didn't want to get on one knee, he got on two. Ah, but there's actually a picture of him on one knee before the National Anthem. But Lewis was so staunchly opposed to the fact that he did not take a knee, he went on Showtime's Inside the NFL and had this to say. Quote, you hear people saying, oh, he took a knee. I absolutely did not take a knee. I'm watching young kids just confused. Everybody confused, not knowing what they're talking about. What am I going to do if I'm going to stand up? If I'm going to grab hands, if I'm going to interlock, what am I going to do? So I walked away and I didn't drop on one knee in order to protest. I dropped on two knees. Close quote. Hmm. <sighs> so many lanes I can just drive down with this one. Right. Now, I've heard in your stance that you do not want to go on one knee because you have too much respect for police and military and you work closely with them. Fine. No problem. I have no issue with that. My issue, though, with you is you have the power and you have the platform to reach to those who can listen to you and you can incline the ears of very powerful people. Yet you choose to not do so. Sir, this is what the problem is with many of those who believe what you're doing is not going to be effective. In fact, it's going to be Counter effective. And then the base on which you stand is rebelling against you because that wonderful statue that's in front of MTNT Bank Stadium, that's the stadium where the Ravens play in Baltimore. There's a petition now, now, and there's more than about 50,000 people that have signed off on it saying that that statue must be taken down now. Now, what can you say about that, Mr. Lewis? I mean, because that's the community saying, we don't care if you were on two knees praying. You were interlocked arm in arm with these players. And we saw knees hit the ground during the national anthem. We didn't see you stand up. We didn't see you place your hand on your heart. We didn't see that from you. We saw you on knees interlocking with these other players who they're disrespecting the flag. You're disrespecting the flag with them. That's what the season ticket holder base for the most part are thinking when they see you on two knees during the national anthem. Quote, praying, close quote. Well, the petition to have your statue taken down reads as follows. Quote. To kneel during the anthem is disrespectful, regardless of what you're protesting. I will not stand for that kind of disrespect toward our country, especially from a legend such as Ray Lewis. You stand for the national anthem as a salute to those who can't stand because they fought for this land. Close quote. So your gesture of praying while you were on two knees, while Francis Scott Key's lyrics were being sung, didn't matter if you're on one knee or two. You officially have participated in the systemic oppression protest movement. The people don't care if you're on one knee or two. They just want to know if you're going to support them in their fight to eradicate racism and oppression that they see and that they're seeing now. Or are you going to be on the side of the oppressor? It's that simple. Being lukewarm doesn't serve you all that well. And I'm hating to see this for you, Mr. Lewis, because you do have a powerful voice. You are a powerful vehicle. In fact, when you retired five years ago, you were considered one of the greatest middle linebackers in the history of the game. And this game goes almost 100 years long. And not only on top of that, you have been considered one of the greatest leaders in NFL history when you retired. And now, almost five years later, dare I say it, you now have become a joke? I don't want to see it because it's painful that you're soft-shoeing both sides. You talked about how the youth are confused. Well, I can't help but to think that they're confused because so is this 42-year-old grown man and has six children. They see the confusion in you, Lewis. Start the confusion and choose a side. When I come back, (laughs) layer upon layer upon layer will be unpeeled. And upon further review. (laughs) I am Cole Johnson of Cole Sports. But when I am not being the intelligent sportsman, I am communicating truth to power. That shows. Dot Pippa, spell P-I-P-P-A. Dot I-O. Forward slash revelations, And you will get the hottest talk From humans wanting to inspire other humans It is humanity at its finest With conversations that are riveting Joyful, funny, and introspective So come join me and the guests that I have That is sitting across from me On Revelations I already said we communicate truth to power But we also change the world One conversation at a time. So join us every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific. And now every Saturday, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on MileHighRadio.com. So you can get it on Pippa.io every Tuesday at 9. MileHighRadio.com every Saturday at noon. Revelations. Hey, I just want to say I love your show. I love the opportunity to be able to speak to you and keep up the good work. Now, if you want to voice your opinion just like this wonderful lady right here, all you have to do is go on to com, click on the VIP Speak link, press record, and speak. Then send. It's that simple. It's that easy. I want to hear what you have to say. Come on, VIP. Speak. This episode of Cold Sports, the month of October, has arrived. We'll talk about the one-game playoffs in the American League and the National League and the Major League Baseball. Dive into the ALDS and the NLDS. We, of course, are going to break down week four and talk about week five of the NFL. And this funny game that's played on ice begins its regular season. That's right. Hockey is about to return for another season the nhl is back so of course along those lines we're going to talk about those those topics award adult of the week and then speak upon further review subjects that make you think see that's for the next episode to come but for this one here though this has so many layers that wow i probably could make this upon further review segment a whole 30 minutes if i wanted to it's that powerful so come join me in upon further review Quote, wouldn't you love to see one of these NFL owners when somebody disrespects our flag to say, get that son of a off the field right now. He's fired. Close quote. Those words were spoken from President Donald Trump in, I guess, what you can call a campaign rally in Huntsville, Alabama. Those statements last weekend fueled probably one of the largest solidarity protests that you'll ever see in sports. But seemingly, Mr. Trump wasn't done. Not only did he have something to say to the NFL, he had something to say to one of the players in the NBA. So Stephon Curry, the point guard of the Golden State Warriors, said recently that he would not go to the White House. Well, the president caught one of it, heard that and tweeted back something along the lines of you're no longer invited and neither is the whole team. And then LeBron James, the small four for the Cleveland Cavaliers, responded in kind and said, Basically, you bum, he didn't even want to go. How can you disinvite somebody who simply did not want to attend your function in the first place? and see I think that's what people have issues with when it comes to Mr. Trump he seems to want to butt his nose in business that many would say doesn't belong uh, but I will argue a little differently he has some knowledge back in the 80s when he was building up his fortune in New York he actually owned a USFL team and they were called the New Jersey Generals and in the mid 80s the league seemed to do well the league though saw a competitive opportunity to go head to head with the NFL in the fall but they ran into some legal issues so the USFL sued the NFL in an antitrust lawsuit to sort of break up the monopoly. Well, the courts ruled in favor of the USFL, but this is where it gets really interesting. The jury awarded the USFL $1, in large part because... They did not think the USFL in their suit was on the up and up. Well, that ruling was handed down in 1986. Four years later, when interest built on it, the judge decided to tack on a dollar for each year that the USFL was in business and interest. It turned out to be three dollars seventy six cents. So the president has an idea as to how things run with owners. He has an idea how things are supposed to go in the NFL. The problem is this is a personal vendetta that he has against the NFL, because along with that ruling that he received, Mr. Trump also received a lifetime ban from participating in buying any type of stock in the NFL. So there's a little bit of personal animus there. But let's get off of that. You see, we've been focused too much on the knee and solidarity and patriotism. And that's how it seems to be. That seems to be the playbook when it comes to these types of matters. This all started August of last year when a man decided to sit on the bench and protest because what he saw the month prior, he was seeing these miscarriages of justice that it just bothered him. And that was just for that month. We're not even talking about the years leading up to what transpired that month. So Colin Kaepernick was moved to sit in silent protest of the National Anthem. Did it once? Wasn't noticed. Did it a second time? And a San Francisco reporter finally said something about it. And then all of a sudden he switched from sitting to kneeling. And now the hashtag take a knee campaign has been running amok. And many are saying the knee is disrespectful. You shouldn't take a knee for the national anthem. That is disrespectful. Is it really? Man, you take a knee, you're disrespecting the military. Are you really disrespecting the military? Because you see, there is a CBS sports report last year that chronicled the moment that Colin Kaepernick decided to kneel. And the reason why he decided to kneel. Ex-football player, Navy SEAL, Nate Boyer, met with Colin Kaepernick. They talked for about 90 minutes. And this is what that conversation unearthed. Quote, We sort of came to a middle ground where he would take a knee alongside his teammates. Soldiers take a knee in front of a fallen brother's grave. You know, to show respect. When we're on patrol, you know, and we go into a security halt, We take a knee and pull security. Colin was very receptive. And that would be, I think, I think that would be very powerful. And, you know, he asked me to do it with him. And I said, look, I'll stand next to you. I got to stand, though. I stand with my hand on my heart. That's just that's just what I do and where I'm from. Close quote. Soldiers take a knee in front of a fallen brother's grave, you know to show respect back back back. So for the people who are painting this narrative that it's disrespectful to take a knee in front of a national anthem, you have this gesture which shows respect to the fallen soldiers. And then to take that narrative to another level, I'll introduce you to this. So when a soldier dies and they're playing taps and they're doing a 21 gun salute, soldiers fold the U S flag into a triangle into a neatly tucked triangle. Then one of the soldiers receives the folded flag, walks to the surviving members of the fallen soldier, and before he hands the flag to whomever is the presiding member over the family, the soldier kneels in front of him or her out of a sign of respect to the soldier and to those who survived after his or her death. Sitting, I can see, that can be disrespectful. Kneeling is not disrespectful. It all boils down to hate. It all boils down to people hating what they don't understand or people are hating on something that they don't want to see be a problem. Now, I've been around Christians who are saying to me that this is a pride thing for the players. They're doing something. They're entitled and spoiled. But the fact is, it is another scripture that they are practicing. And it's one in the book of Proverbs, chapter 31, verse eight. And that scripture lays out and says, That you are to speak for those who cannot speak for themselves. You see, Eric Garner can't speak for himself. Philando Castile can't speak for himself. Alton Sterling can't speak for himself. Michael Brown can't speak for himself. Terrence Crutcher can't speak for himself. Freddie Gray can't speak for himself. Sandra Bland can't speak for herself. But we have to have voices who speak for them right now. And for those who say, well, try another way. Kneel before the anthem. Y'all are booing these players and they're kneeling before the anthem and they get up and they actually put their hands on their hearts and they stand and they smile and they mouth the Star Spangled Banner. But you boo them before. So obviously they can't kneel before, during or after the anthem. Here are these citizens of our great country. Some of them are falling at the hands of some. I'm not going to say all some law enforcement and you turn a blind eye to it because it's another day. You see, that's why they kneel, not to be in solidarity with a team or with ownership, because really the only reason why the owners are taking a knee now is because the president had the audacity to reach into the billionaire's pockets. You can do many things to billionaires. One thing you can't do is tell him or her how to spend their money, because once you do, you have to step back and step off. But we have to get back to why the systemic oppression protest movement started in the first place. It wasn't done to garner attention. It wasn't done because it was a third string quarterback who seeked to have who sought to have somebody be in his face. Because quite frankly, he was in street clothes sitting on the bench and he did his protest. He didn't say anything. So how could he be drawing attention if he didn't say a single solitary thing? And we're not kneeling because a guy doesn't have a job. Because if that's the case, please kneel for many of these people who are unemployed because they need to have a job themselves, too. You all are not boycotting because of Kaepernick not having a job. You all are not taking a knee because you feel it's so right in, in being a solidarity to something. You're taking a knee because you're seeing injustice out there and you want an answer for it. And no one seems to want to care until supposedly, supposedly, the sanctity of the national anthem is threatened. When the military supposedly is disrespected, when the EMTs are disrespected when police are disrespected supposedly But here's the thing what you're not doing is you're not listening to these gentlemen and some ladies who are doing this because they heard mr kaepernick's cry and they said you know what we're going to be aligned with you that's why they kneel they don't kneel because they hate america they kneel because they love america and if Patriarch vip if you don't know your history go back to 1773 there's this drink called tea where they were enjoying it being shipped to them all the way across the pond from great Britain. But the tea that they received cost a whole lot more than receiving the tea back in jolly old England. You see, they were being taxed and they thought they were being taxed for no reason. So what did the British colonials do? Well, they tossed the tea into the Boston Harbor and they felt they were receiving taxation without representation. What is that? If I'm not mistaken, that is a protest. That's the mark of a protest is going to make those who simply do not see the slight, the error or the wrong to be offended. And then here come the smoke screens. Same thing happened with the civil rights movement 50 years ago. The same thing is happening now. But my wife raised a really good point. She said, well, what's the end to the kneeling? And I challenge you, VIP. Here is what should be at least one of the biggest ends to the kneeling. There needs to be police reform. There should be no reason a police officer guns down another person who was unarmed if he or she is armed and they tried to do harm to the cop yes if he or she is unarmed then what is the harassment for and that is the reason why we should kneel and we should go to our representatives our senators state and federal and we should go to those who you all are saying is not your president you need to go to the man who you say is not your president Force him to be presidential and actually have him do something to the law enforcement that is not serving and protecting everybody. And before any of you say that I'm talking ill about cops, two of my best friends are police officers and they would back every single syllable I am saying. And just like they don't want to have their life taken, they don't want to unnecessarily take someone else's life either. The end of the systemic oppression protest movement should be police reform to where when you have a police officer decide to discharge a round to somebody who is unarmed that there should be a crime attached to that action period point blank end of discussion because these legalized murders need to stop you forgot that's why this kneeling process began right that's why you're doing it so to those who want to support the kneeling support it please support it but do me a favor if you're not with that Step aside and let those who are about that change kneel for the ones I have mentioned earlier in this segment. And to those who simply want to say that the players who kneel are being brats, fine, stand up and step aside. Do just like many of the people who were in your shoes five decades before when Martin Luther King Jr., who had a 32 percent approval rating one year before his death, stand up. Step aside and allow those who are fighting for freedom take their place at center stage. Watch history unfold and then kick yourself and be disappointed by saying, well, I didn't understand. That's why they were doing this. Don't gum up the works. Let freedom ring because I don't want to see another single human being die at the hands of a police officer. And they are unarmed and they are not criminals. I don't care what color they are. It's time. That human beings should stop being used for target practice. That's why you kneel until justice is finally served. So like Lee Iacocca said in the Chrysler commercials back in the 80s. Lead, follow, or get out of the way. this episode or any episode you've heard thus far. A regular show, an interview, or a special one like this one, why don't you follow me on with a z.com If you want to listen to others who may have an opinion on this show just go on to with z.com Want to check out the guest appearances that we have on other programs, go to ColdSportsWithAZ.com want bags hats shirts mugs, and all other assortments there's a store and you can find that at coldsportswithaz.com you want to find out all my social media handles you can find that too at coldsportswithaz.com you want a free ebook it's right there coldsportswithaz.com there's even a media reel you can click that too at coldsportswithz.com. and if you want to check out past episodes if you want to partake of this whole brand as a whole Come on down to Cold Sports with a Z.com. That's Cold Sports with a Z.com. You can check out me and this brand in all of its totality on Cold Sports with Z dot com. And it doesn't matter VIP, where you listen to me, how you listen to me, or what you do. I just want you to do this one simple thing. is to enjoy the content for the intelligent sportsman i am cole johnson and this is You've been listening to Cole Sports with Cole Johnston.